0: Happy Easter, everyone. My name is Charles, the lead pastor here. Welcome to Zoom Sunday service here at the river. We're so glad you could join us. Traditionally, I start by sharing God's stories on Easter. And today, I'm going to share with you just one story as time limit is short for Zoom Easter sermon. A longtime member of our church emailed us the following. I've struggled with my career for the past few years. I have been sensing that a breakthrough was near as I was getting more clients and several of my clients were themselves nearing breakthroughs. My prayer has been that I would get past these times of uncertainty into prosperous business that's secure and it really seemed like my prayers were about to get answered. But last week, I was hit with an unexpected court judgment against me for tens of thousands of dollars, and the opposing counsel demanded immediate payment. I was embarrassed and overwhelmed, and I felt like a failure. I wondered where God was. Breakthrough seemed so near. What happened? I became really discouraged. I even wondered if I should leave the city that I love because these kinds of things can grind you down in this city. But then, unexpectedly, my family and friends in community rallied to my aid and helped me come up with enough money to pay the bill with zero-interest loans. The love of community brought tears to my eyes and writing about it today brings them back. A giant weight lifted off my shoulders. I slept better and felt that I could get through these setbacks. God's promises still stand. It felt like a confirmation from God that I belong here in this city, in my profession, that I should hold on. Praise God. I love this story. Isn't this such a great story? I love such stories because it's just so easy to get discouraged these days, isn't it? For me, recently, I've been discouraged by hate crimes against Asians in this city. The latest one to shock me featured a 65-year-old Asian woman on her way to church. In front of a posh midtown building in the city, along comes this big dude and he just started hitting her and kicking her viciously. A small, frail, 65-year-old Asian woman getting pummeled mercilessly. And the security guy inside the posh building where this was happening just closes the door on her. Seeing such things can make you lose heart, lose faith in the goodness of humanity, cold-hearted injustice. Racism, misogyny, it can cause you to question promises from God, promises of this country. This city has the Statue of Liberty with its implicit promises. I have always believed in the founding principles and promise of this country that all human beings are created equal with God-given rights to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Of course, these ideals have been aspirational. America has never lived up to these ideals. Black people, just because their skin was dark, became slaves. Millions of souls bought and sold like property, having to endure unspeakable horrors. And Asians too. So many untold thousands perished, building the railroads, lynched by mobs. The Chinese Exclusion Act was an attempt to eliminate Asian presence in this country as it became illegal to bring in any Asian women and it was illegal to marry across racial lines so it became impossible for Chinese workers here to get married and have children. It was kind of an attempt at slow-moving genocide. So yes, cracks and flaws have always been there in our Christian country. But I would be remiss not to mention all the great progress that has happened. Just a hundred years ago, women could not vote. Women could not legally own property. They were more like property themselves. Just a hundred years ago, interracial marriage was illegal until just 50 or 60 years ago, if you can believe it. There has been progress, hasn't it? You see, I believe the cross and the resurrection that we celebrate today has always been about this progress of the kingdom of God that has been persistently moving humanity towards unconditional love, non-differential treatment, and worth given to all the various groups of humanity, no conditions attached, unconditional. The Bible tells us the cross happened to destroy the dividing walls that are used to treat different people groups unequally. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 14, for example, tells us, Christ is our peace. In His flesh, He has destroyed the dividing wall of hostility. More specifically, the book of Galatians tells us there is no Jew or Gentile, free or slave, man or woman, in Christ Jesus. These are three of the greatest divisions and labels that have existed in human history. And of this verse, Dan Fuller says, he was a famous theologian at Fuller Seminary, He says that this verse is a prophetic declaration of God's intent for humanity in chronological order. First, God destroys the dividing wall between Jew and Gentile. What separates Jew from Gentile? There is racial dimension, of course, the ethnic, tribal, genetic differences, but also religious beliefs cultural and religious differences between the people of God and the pagans, Jews representing the people of faith, the Bible, the church at the time, and Gentiles representing non-believing infidels. This was a big, big division, don't you think? The cross destroys this wall. What a radical statement! No difference between people of faith and pagans? People who follow the rules of the Bible and those who do not? That's what the cross does? Wow! It's hard to believe. But Jesus taught again and again that all are invited to the Feast of God. No conditions attached. As in the parable of the prodigal son or the parable of the good Samaritan who is a Gentile. A Samaritan at the time was today's equivalent of something like New Age, Buddhist, Muslim, pagan, all mixed up. Not something Christians would approve of. But Jesus says the good Samaritan who practices unconditional love will go to heaven, whereas priests and pastors who follow the rules of the Bible will go to hell because they don't practice unconditional love. What a scandalous teaching that is not about following all the rules of the Bible well, but it's all about unconditional love, which is the essence of the cross, isn't it? And it's only through the cross and the unconditional love it stands for that we can be saved, not by following the rules of the Bible. No wonder Jesus was killed by the church at the time. What scandalous teaching. And no difference between free and slave? No one believed such nonsense back then. This was so radical, I'm surprised this writing survived. It was 2,000 years ahead of its time. People at the time must have thought it was ramblings of a crazy person. But God's word prevailed. And today, most people consider slavery to be a great evil. Today, most humans live under laws that prohibit slavery. That's never been true in human history until recently. But God's prophetic progression has been marching forward. Even though many people resisted God along the way. Including... Devout church people who define themselves by following the rules of the Bible. For example, Southern Baptist denomination, the largest in the land today, was founded to resist abolition of slavery. Did you know that? Many devout Christians fought tooth and nail to defend slavery. Indeed, churches often fought God's move in history by focusing on small stuff like the Sabbath rules and ignoring agape love. But the saints keep marching on as they say, Kingdom of God will not be denied. So finally we come to gender equality. There is no male or female in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah! The church today keeps preaching that gender is sacred. Gender is God-ordained. Women should not lead. Women should submit to men. This is divinely mandated, they say. When in fact, gender is temporal. It only exists on earth, Bible tells us clearly. Therefore, it cannot be something of eternity, sacred, divine order of things. And science makes it so very clear, gender is fluid. It's on a spectrum. There is no male or female in Christ Jesus, Bible tells us. I will talk more about why the church fights God so much in the coming weeks. I believe it's coming from this wrong conception, Greek conception of what is sin and what is righteousness. But for today, we celebrate Easter, the resurrection of Christ. No matter how much injustice there is in this world, and the cross was injustice as well, God will prevail. Though hate crimes abound around us, racism, misogyny, class divisions are still resisting God's kingdom. Because humanity has always divided and categorized and looked down upon some group or another. But Christ has come, and Christ. Is risen the old is gone the new has come all these divisions are abolished in Christ hallelujah each and every human being is equally infinitely precious and worthy and accepted no conditions attached in the cross all dividing walls are abolished in Christ this is our confession of faith when we say Christ is risen there is an old tradition for people of faith on Easter. I say Christ is risen and you say He is risen indeed. Shall we try it today? Here we go. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Hallelujah. Let's be part of God's kingdom not resist it. Let's make America a better country, a real Christian nation where all people are respected equally regardless of race, religion, gender, and class. This is our founding principle. Let's live up to it. Let's rise up together. Amen. Happy Easter everyone. Have a great week.